Hello and welcome to the Equation of Sales podcast with me, Tim Gibbons. This podcast is a mixture of chat, ideas and training that can help you to improve your sales performance, close more deals and earn more money for you and your company. Before we try to sell to a customer, we have to establish a relationship with them. While they don't need to like us, it will definitely help. Liking is the first stage of trusting. We don't buy something from a random person on the street. We buy from shops because we trust them. And it's the same in business-to-business sales. In our personal lives, we may buy something because we have an emotional need, but businesses generally don't. They have a practical need and will buy a product to satisfy that need. Finally, we have to demonstrate value. If the customer does not think that they will be better off having made the purchase, then they will not go ahead and buy. So, trust, needs and value need to be established with any client if we want to sell successfully to them. This episode is all about asking questions, which is part of needs. If we never ask a question, we will never know what our customer needs. Imagine going to a restaurant and no one comes to take your order. You would end up with no food and the restaurant no revenue. The waiter or waitress needs to come to ask you what you want to eat. It's exactly the same in business-to-business sales. We need to ask our customer questions to determine what they want. Later, I'll be chatting with my guest, Andrea De Silva, who will be answering my questions and giving her thoughts on this subject. On a personal basis, the last month has mainly been about taking my children off to university. My son is in his fourth year, so is well practised at this. However, for my daughter, it was her first experience. And not surprisingly, there was some last-minute buying and packing of things that she'd forgotten or not even realised that she needed. When we do things regularly, we get familiar with the process and so become better at it. However, when we start, there is a lot to learn. The great thing about asking questions is that we've been doing it forever. It's how we learned as a child and how we continue to learn today. Asking questions of our customers should be a natural part of our interaction with them. Use some of your time with them to learn more about them as a person, not just about their business. Find out what's been happening in their life, what's important to them and what they like and don't like. This will help to develop your relationship and help to build trust between you. There is a great article in the Harvard Business Review called The Surprising Power of Questions by Alison Brooks and Leslie John. Some of the research that it reviews is directly applicable to salespeople. Research suggests that people have conversations in order to exchange information, that's for learning, and to form an impression of the other person, hopefully so that we like them. Recent research shows that asking questions achieves both of these objectives. People who ask questions find out more information from their conversation partner and are more liked by them. 
the first step in becoming a better questioner is simply to ask more questions. Of course, the number of questions is not the only factor that influences the quality of a conversation. The type of question also matters. One of the most important types of question is the follow-up question. This is the question that we ask following an answer to a previous question. Follow-up questions gain us more information, and people interacting with someone who asks a lot of follow-up questions tend to feel respected and heard. My guest this month is Andrea De Silva of HRH Geology. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Okay, no, that's great. Okay, Andrea, can you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your role at HRH. Yes, of course I can. Well, good morning to all of Tim's listeners, and uh, and I'm really happy to be here. As Tim said, my name is Andrea De Silva. Uh, I'm a geologist by qualification, and I'm an account manager with uh, HRH Geology. Uh, my role essentially is uh, supporting and managing our clients, primarily based in UK and Europe, and these clients are operating across the world. Okay, brilliant. So tell us about your journey to this point. Um, did you always want to work in sales? Have you always worked in sales? How did you end up working in sales? That's an interesting question. So I think uh, the, the, the nice way to say it is if you drew a Venn diagram of people that like subsurface sciences and people that like to talk, uh, I will sit in that intersection. <laughs> uh, so thank you to my first ever boss, I think, who identified very quickly that uh, I talk more than I looked down the microscope. And uh, <laughs> one of my key skills is uh, a client relations. So that's how I sort of started on the sales journey. And uh, to answer your question, that's how I started. And uh, I really do like working in sales. It's, it's, I've been doing it for a long time now. Yes, yes, I can certainly attest that you uh, you enjoy talking. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure you've obviously learned lots of things along the way. Do you remember the sort of like the first thing that you learned in sales? The first thing that you remember sort of going, oh, that's really important. Gosh, it was 15 years ago, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I think the first thing I probably identified as very important to a salesperson is follow through and timing is very, very, very important. And hence that makes really good communication. And when you do that, you keep all parties that are involved happy, and it makes a really enjoyable process. And uh, and it's a successful one. So I think it's uh, that was the first thing I learned, and I did it well. So you know, it was uh, it was a positive. Yeah, no, I, I, communication is so important because you are even if nothing is happening, just telling people that actually nothing's happening or we're just waiting for this or whatever, just reassures both sides um of what's going on um i know from our side when we're waiting for the customer to respond it's horrible because you you don't know what's going on um so i think there's times when it it's applicable the other way yeah Absolutely. okay and what do you think's the most important thing that you've learned overall about sales um if i speak about sales and all and energy importantly uh mm -hmm. very important thing to remember is it's a small 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 world uh, everyone knows everyone and your network uh, your network is quite important so your rolodex so to speak is one mm -hmm. of the most important possessions that you have and you'll develop over the years so keep good relations with people build your network and maintain it i think that's uh, that would be my answer to this yeah 
yeah yeah on the on the flip side of that um someone told me last week that they overheard a conversation in a airport lounge that was not complimentary about a particular company um and so yeah so you've got to maintain the good communications but also know <laughs> when not to talk airport uh, lounges are not discreet places <laughs> all coffee shops in Aberdeen I, yes I, I've been sat at the coffee shop and I thought I shouldn't have known that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you make yeah. a very good point about the positive and also way to be careful so that's important yeah no absolutely absolutely so you obviously enjoy working in sales that kind of always comes across what do you think is the best thing about working in sales the best thing, and you hear me complain about the best thing quite often is the travel, and I always say, oh, I'm so tired, Tim, you know, I'm tired mm. of traveling. However, I think it's been fascinating uh, just globally to work across geologically different basins, of course, and different mm -hmm. regions, but the people, the places, the culture, the way they work, the way things are executed uh, has been so fascinating, and mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, while it's been a steep learning curve, it's been good, and we sort of automatically develop a good uh, uh, attitude uh, towards dealing with different types of people. So that's uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's it's hard as well because you've got to go. Oh, which country I'm in? How do they behave? And remember all of those things, mm -hmm. and that is difficult. Sort of sometimes to to think about it from their perspective. Yeah. But it is uh, it is great. Okay. So what would be your advice to someone starting out in sales now? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think they're making the right choice by taking <laughs> <laughs> a career. I think uh, what I would um, advise is think about sales as a long-term goal for yourself. Uh, don't think about it as something. I know it can come across as just transactional, but actually a sales process is transformational. Uh, think about that. Think about your sales cycle because it can be frustrating. And if you build yourself a roadmap as to where you want to be with this particular client and particular account in a year's time or in two years' time, and if you map some milestones for yourself, I think it's uh, it's important. So my advice would be don't chase instant gratification because you're not going to get that with sales. Uh, mm -hmm. Have smaller goals set up for different parts of the timeline, and, uh, and then you can be quite happy and successful at the same time. Yeah, yeah. No, it is because... Particularly if you work in the same industry all the time, you you meet people on a regular basis and you might move around and they might move around. And sometimes, you know, the nice thing you've done for them one time will repay you in the at some point in the future. It might not be next week, but it might be five years time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and you sometimes you have to work with customers for four or five years to get anywhere. Um, I am, fingers crossed, about to do a deal with a company that I have in 26 years, I have never sold to, despite lots and lots of trying. <laughs> it's like, it's only a tiny little thing at this point, but it's just like, oh my God, they're actually going to do something. Um, oh, when when that purpose really comes through, Tim, I'll celebrate for you. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's it's only worth about a pint to me, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it'll be reassuring, yeah. Okay. So the topic of this podcast is all about asking questions, and obviously we we have to ask questions to understand what our customers needs. Have you found any sort of like killer questions that you ask? Any questions that really help you whenever you're talking to people? Hmm. I think 
generally speaking, it depends on what you're trying to, to sell and where in the sales cycle you are. However, I think the general theme I find is to keep open-ended questions uh, in your back pocket. They always get people talking and uh, when they do, you find out a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's important. And I think it's also important when you're asking questions to understand what is their vision and mission uh, when they're talking to you and where do you slot in uh, to help them achieve their goals. I think mm-hmm. that's quite important. So if you sort of uh, design your questions around that or that, theme in mind, uh, you, you have all done because you want to be able to, uh, to, to propose something really good to, the, to your client. Mm-hmm. I, think, yeah. I think that's the general answer. Andrea, it's been lovely chatting to you. Thanks very much for being my guest on the podcast this week. Thank you for inviting me, Tim. I've enjoyed chatting with you too. Okay, thanks. Thank Bye you. now. Bye. The most useful question that you can ever ask your customer is this. Is there anything else that I should know? You have asked all the obvious questions about things you want to know, but there may be information out there that you do not know and would never think to ask about. Is there anything else that I should know will hopefully catch any of these things? It comes at the end of your conversation just before you wrap things up. Hopefully your customer will not tell you that they're leaving the company next month. But if they do, it's a really important thing to know and not something that you would naturally ask them. So try to end every meeting with this question. In time, it will become second nature. But to begin with, you'll need to remember to ask it. Hopefully you never get told that your contact is leaving the company. But I'll guarantee that you will find out things that are useful and you had not expected to need to know. Before we finish, here's a sales tip for you to think about. The golfer Gary Player is famous for having said... The more I practice, the more lucky I am. There are a lot of salespeople who are believed to be lucky, turning up just at the time that a customer needs their solution. There is no doubt that there is always some luck involved, but there is a lot more practice and skill involved as well. Researching your client in advance should give you some good clues as to their potential needs and the possibility that they could need your solution. The more you look for the right signs, the more you will see the most relevant ones and the more successful you will become. Practice asking questions that draw out the right information to enable you to determine the true nature of your client's problems. Do this on a regular basis and you will get better at spotting the clues. All professionals practice their skills. There is no reason why a salesperson should not. And finally, 
there's a great video on YouTube called The Importance of Asking Good Questions. From it, we learn that when we start school, we ask about 50 questions per day, mostly starting with why. But by the time we retire, we ask about five questions per day, mainly questions such as why did I walk into this room or where are my keys? It's only a few minutes long and well worth watching when you get the chance. So that's all for this month's podcast. I hope you found it useful and enjoyed it. My thanks to my guest, Andrea De Silva, for her contribution. I was particularly interested in her advice to think about sales as a long-term role and to treat it as though you're in it for the long term, not to look for short-term wins. If you would like to learn more, there are a lot of resources on my website, hulock-consulting.com. There are sales tips, blogs and recorded webinars that you can watch whenever you want. My online training school has recently moved premises. You can now find it at hulock-consulting.academy.co.uk. That's hulock-consulting.academy, C-A-D-E-M-Y.co.uk. The school contains a variety of sales-related courses that you can take at your own pace and come back to at any time in the future. They contain a mixture of instruction and exercises so that you can immediately apply the instruction to the products and services that you sell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe for future episodes and it would be great if you could tell your friends and colleagues so that they can benefit from it as well. Thanks for listening and happy selling.